0: Psalm 6 in verse 13. 13 they soon forgot his works and waited not for his counsel, and they lusted exceedingly in the wilderness and tempted God in the desert. Then he gave them their request, but sent leanness unto their soul. In Genesis thirty nine Genesis thirty nine and Joseph was brought down to Egypt. And Potiphar, the chamberlain of Pharaoh, the captain of the lifeguard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hand of the Ishmaelites who had brought him down hither. And Jehovah was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian, and his master saw that Jehovah was with him, and that Jehovah made all that he did to prosper in his hand. In verse 22, And the chief of the tower house committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the tower house, and whatever they had to do there he did. And the chief of the tower house looked not to do anything under his hand, because Jehovah was with him, and what he did, Jehovah made it to prosper. Psalm 1, just verse 3 and he is as a tree planted by brooks of water which giveth its fruit in its season and whose leaf fadeth not and all that he doeth prospereth just a reference in John's third epistle the elder to the beloved Gaius whom I love in truth beloved I desire that in all things thou shouldst prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers for I rejoiced exceedingly when the brethren came and bore testimony to thy holding fast the truth even as thou walkest in truth. I have no greater joy than these things that I hear of my children walking in the truth. Beloved, thou doest faithfully in whatever thou mayest have brought toward the brethren and the strangers who have witnessed of thy love before the assembly in setting forward whom on their journey worthily of God. Thou wilt do well. It will be obvious from these scriptures that I like to say a little on soul prosperity it's a thing that's looked for uh, from believers, is to prosper in their souls. It's a thing that should be true of us, <coughs> and <coughs> something we should be exercised about. <coughs> the Psalm <coughs> Six is a review of the journeys of the people of Israel, and we know the history so well, and if we're honest, we can trace it in our own lives. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they got their liberation from Egypt. <clears throat> We've had our liberation from the power of Satan, power of death. But <clears throat> they hadn't got Egypt out of their system. Mm-hmm. They lusted. They soon forgot his works. Mm-hmm. I got to remember that the works that God did in Egypt were not just for the Egyptians, but they were for the people of God as well, to show what he could do, and yet they never believed he could bring them through the wilderness. And so we know the history, they lusted after water, they lusted after flesh, they forgot the bondage of Egypt, and they wanted back. And it's a sobering thing, I think, this verse, is that God actually gave them what they lusted after mm-hmm. and yet he sent lameness to their soul mm-hmm. <coughs> that's a a very sobering <coughs> situation that it may be <coughs> that if we lust after material things we may get them mm-hmm. but it may not be for our blessing mm-hmm. <coughs> the two and a half tribes had material blessing, they had much cattle and <coughs> as a result they <coughs> settled down east of the Jordan because that was a good place for cattle and yet they fell short of God's purpose Mm. of blessing for them. (laughs) It's not the (coughs) it's not having material things, there's no problem with having material things it's how they're held that's important (coughs) material things are passing (coughs) our spiritual things are eternal and so it's a poor thing if we have leanness to the soul and I think if we're Honest, we look back in our histories, there have been periods when we've had leanness of soul. Mm -hmm. We haven't made progress, and it would be good if we were all stirred up in view of making progress in divine things. Mm -hmm. I think Joseph was a remarkable example of someone who was prospering. What happened to him was remarkable at the hands of his brothers, But he's accepting of the situation that he finds himself in. Mm -hmm. And if we view him as a man, every situation he was found in, he prospered. Mm -hmm. And I believe that was because of his faith in God. Mm -hmm. If it was in the house, he prospered. And he was tested in that very place. And he was found to be morally equal Mm -hmm. to the test. Then he was in the prison house. And he prospered in the prison house. Why? Because he was faithful to God. He never, he never was impatient for God's counsel. He waited on God as he was in the prison house. Persons let him down, sure they did. But he waited on God. And so he prospered in the prison. And then he prospered when he was given over the governorship of, of Egypt. But if we view Joseph as a type of Christ and what a beautiful type he is (laughs) the fact is that where Christ has his rightful place prosperity Mm. is the result Mm. and so we have a house that gave Joseph his place Mm. and God prospered that house Mm. think of the house of Obadidim and how the ark was there for three months You know, it's not just the fact that the ark was in the house it was how it was held it was in uh, Abinadab's house For more than 20 years. And nothing said about it. I believe that the ark was held rightly. In Obed-Edom's house. If the Lord has his place in our houses. There will be blessing. Mm -hmm. There will be prosperity. (coughs) And then (coughs) you find. (coughs) In the prison house. You find (coughs) that (coughs) there. He's given his place. And again there's blessing. Mm -hmm. Things are in order. And you know. (coughs) Then we find. I'm over the whole of Egypt you know tell my father mm-hmm. of all my glory in Egypt you know this world is going to see something absolutely amazing when Christ has his rightful place mm-hmm. think of the universal prosperity there's going to be in the millennial day mm-hmm. <clears throat> when Christ has his rightful place mm-hmm. and I <clears throat> I think that's the key to prosperity is giving Christ his rightful place Psalm 1 I think refers to Christ uniquely mm-hmm. Because who could say, blessed is the man, who could claim to be the man that walketh not in the counsel of the wicked, standeth not in the way of sinners, and sitteth not in the seat of scorners? Think of the Lord's life, every aspect of his life, every situation of his life was one of absolute evenness and the same. He was the same in every situation And, and so it says of him that he prospered that he grew up with favour and and, with God and men but you know it goes on to say is a tree planted by brooks of water you know I I believe that's a reference to the spirit as the Lord moved here he moved in the power of the spirit and if we're going to make spiritual progress and prosper it must be as we make way for the Holy Spirit you know this brooks of water is a constant supply of refreshment and you know, it says in Luke that the Lord was full of the Holy Spirit. And he returned after the temptations in the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Everything he did, great though he was, as found in dependent manhood, was he moved in the power of the Spirit. And I think that's the key to prosperity, is making way for the Spirit and the refreshment that he would give. He's not occupying us with things here. Mm. He's occupying us with the man in the glory. Mm-hmm. Who's coming for us very soon. It should be of interest to us. The place where Christ is. And that's what the spirit is happy to do for us. John <laughs> writes in a time when persons are giving up the truth you know. That's why he wrote his his gospel. That's why he wrote his epistles. John never set out to give another account. Of the of the Lord Jesus life. That had been adequately done. John set out to give an account of the glory of Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's what comes out. And that's what holds. Was to hold, as the hymn writer says, thy people here on earth is what thou art and all thy wondrous worth. Mm-hmm. It was the glory of Christ that would hold believers in a day when the truth was going to be given up. And you know, he has great joy in writing to this man. He says, I have great joy In in the midst of a time when the truth was being given up, he was a man that was clinging to it. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's a great matter in the day in which we are. Because the truth is being given up Mm. universally. It's been given up in the church. It's been given up by believers. Let us be those who cling to the truth. Mm. Not not not, uh, a system of things... that's been been developed by man, but the truth as it is in our Lord Jesus. That's where it's set out in absolute perfection and so (coughs) effectively let us cling to the truth as it is in Jesus. What's the practical effect of that? He was somebody who was in full support of the testimony. He said, what can I do? Well, you can support those who are involved in the testimony. That's what Gaius was doing. He was helping those who were coming and preaching, who were ministering the Word. He was supporting them. He was entertaining them. That was the result of a man who was prospering in his soul. Well, i just encourage myself and others to go in for this, to be those who are prospering <coughs> in our souls when we wait for the Lord's return. Amen. Amen.